Hi, thanks so much for listening to the first ever podcast episode of the weekly newsletter. Today we have a special guest, Ante Kaiseri. We're going to be talking about podcasting, and then we're going to talk about one really amazing special tip to increasing the sound quality of your podcast. So first, let's introduce our guest. So Antec is a freshman at Princeton. He's one of my favorite frosh. He was also one of my international orientation kids at Princeton. He's studying economics and he's also part of the Tiger Launch Entrepreneurship Club. So first Antec, thanks for being here. Can you tell me about yourself and how you got into podcasting? Yes, thank you Ed so much. So excited to be here. Wow, it's an, it's an honor. Thank you so much to be on the first episode. This is so exciting. Yeah, so, well, as you said, you said everything about me already. I'm a freshman at Princeton. I got into podcasting actually a while ago. So I started when I was in high school. I was in international school. And then with a friend of mine, we thought that since we were surrounded by people from so many nations from around the world, we thought that we would like to share the conversations we usually have on a daily basis with others. So we thought that podcasts would be such a great platform to do it. So that idea came out to be a podcast called Bridge of Stories, which actually ended up being uh, a finalist of the New York Times Student Podcast Contest. So it was a project that, well, definitely exceeded our expectations, what we initially thought about it. Uh, and then, well, coming into Princeton, especially in a, in a different, you know, virtual reality uh very different than we anticipated. We thought of ways in which we could, you know, bridge the community together, although we are very much far apart this year, especially for the for the freshmen. So uh, that's why I carried on this passion uh, all the way into Princeton as well. Awesome. And at Princeton, I know you're a podcaster extraordinaire now. You've started two new podcasts with a lot of friends. You started Tiger Cafe to have conversations with Princeton staff and people there. And you also started Tiger Ventures Unfiltered for Tiger Launch to have conversations with entrepreneurs. Can you tell me about both of those and like what you've done so far, people you've talked to, how it's gone? Absolutely. Well, Tiger Cafe is a funny story, actually. So since I was living in Bosnia-Herzegovina, a big thing there would be to go for a coffee with your friends. That was a huge uh, cultural thing as well, a big custom. So I was really hoping to have a similar experience once I would be coming to Princeton. Uh, but then, well, the cafes are closed, unfortunately, in most of the places. Uh, and we, I was thinking of a way uh, in which, you know, we could somehow make up for this experience because I think... This sort of an informal conversation, particularly with, uh, you know, your teachers, your professors, I think that's very important. And it's a way for you to actually get to know them on a bit of a different level. So that's how we came up with uh, Tiger Cafe. It was actually, it was released as part of my freshman seminar. So my uh, freshman class uh, on failure, uh, <laughs> interestingly enough. Uh, and I had two of my friends, uh, Nasia and Jen, helping me out with it. Uh, so that's been a really fun project. It was also really well received by the Princeton community. And well, I learned a lot through it. Also how to record in uh, a podcast with, you know, four people sitting in four completely different parts of the world. We had an episode in which we were in three different continents because I'm in, I'm in Europe. The two other hosts are in uh, North America and our interviewee at that time was in Australia. So that was a, a fun one and showed me how much, you know, podcasting actually allows you to do. And the second one, Tiger Ventures Unfiltered, uh, it's a great one as well. So in which we talk 
to uh, Princeton entrepreneurs, Princeton founders. Uh, we try to give them, well, the unfiltered view of what entrepreneurship meant to them. Uh, how did they um, start with this passion? What did it teach them? What are some of the most important lessons? Uh, particularly, we thought that would be an important project to do this year because there is a lot of people who are on gap years like you, Edwell. Uh, so we thought that would be a great resource, particularly for a lot of these you know, emerging Princeton entrepreneurs uh, to kind of show them uh, through this platform, um, tell them about the lessons that others have learned through their paths in, in entrepreneurship. So these two projects have been very successful. We've been ge getting a lot of uh, positive feedback from the community and I'm hoping to actually carry both of them uh, through the next semester and hopefully beyond. That's really awesome. And I remember before you started these two new projects, we were talking about podcasting. And during COVID, there's a new challenge to podcasting where because you're interviewing all your guests virtually, the audio quality is much lower and sounds like this where during COVID podcasting has really changed from when you did your first one that people are all doing their recording virtually and through a Zoom screen or a Facebook messaging screen. And I remember giving you a tip to increase the audio quality of the podcast through asking other people to record their audio also on their phone and you tried it out and I just want to hear how was that process and how did that tip go? Yes, for sure. Exactly. Podcasting has changed a lot since I was doing that in a studio. Uh, it's way different. So exactly. I was talking to Ed before starting this project uh, about how do we make the audio quality at least a bit better. You know, like I thought a Zoom call is it's not too bad, but it definitely can be better. Uh, and also the main problem that I saw with recording over Zoom, that's why I was hesitant a lot to starting a podcast at first, was that this regular conversation dynamic is often, um, it's not the same thing as if you were in person. So what Ed told me to do is that you record an individual file, audio file clip on each person's phone so that you as a host, uh, you record either on your phone as well, you just put your phone, it's very simple. You just put your phone next to your laptop once you're talking and you turn on the voice memo app and you ask your interviewee to do the exact same thing. Uh, it's not a difficult process, but the difference in quality I thought was quite insane. Uh, you know, I remember texting and as soon as I recorded my first podcast, I saw because, you know, I had the Zoom recording because I was like, oh, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I'm going to do the Zoom recording just in case and I'm going to do the phone one. Uh, and then, you know, you hear the difference in the audio quality and it's just, uh, it's incomparable, honestly. It's, it's way different. It's way better. Uh, I was really excited because I noticed how much of a dis difference this can make and how you can actually make a quality podcast during the COVID era. So that changed my perspective a lot. And I remember, you know, people uh, after listening to a bunch of our episodes telling me like, oh, you know, Antek, how did you get such a good podcast quality? Uh, you know, I'm always very happy to share this tip with others because I think it's, it's insanely useful. And some people are a bit hesitant because they think, oh, you know, like it's a bit complicated for the interviewee, but I actually never had an issue. I usually Usually just send them a note a bit in advance saying that, oh, just prepare your phone with a voice memo app, uh, put it next to your laptop or whatever you're using to record. Uh, and that's what you're going to use for, you're going to mail me this clip uh, after our interview and I'm going to do the rest. So you just use an 
you know, a simple uh, app, whatever app you choose um, to edit the file. So the quality has been amazing. And that's the tip I've been using for, for quite, I mean, for quite a while, for the entire semester and for all the podcasts I've created this year. Exactly. And I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy that I remember people messaging you, you messaging me that like the audio quality is really good for these podcasts that are like student produced, but their quality is close to the professionally produced quality and that's really great and just great to hear yeah no i mean you know we're hopefully gonna get better we will be in princeton next semester so we'll hopefully be uh, even physically in some studios at least not everyone but we should have access to more and more equipment uh but in any case you know i think this proves that even if you don't have professional uh, equipment that some people anticipate they will need for a podcast you can still make something very cool and then, you know, for podcasts, it's so simple as well. Uh, getting into the podcast market is very uh, easy as long as you have some good distribution apps. And I think with this quite a simple trick, uh, you can really make something that's very good quality with relatively simple things and simple steps to take. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you, Antec, for talking to me today. I'm definitely going to link tiger cafe and tiger ventures unfiltered in this newsletter uh so thanks so much absolutely thank you so much Ed.